to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory I don't have any fingernails now. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to see. Tottenham win away. Tottenham win away. Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition of Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD and joining us today. Andrew. And for the final time. Yep, it's me. I'm, actually, I'm quite emotional right now. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's weird to think that I'm not going to be able to do another one. But, no. Uh, well, I could do one by via Skype or that would be FaceTime. good. Post. Might be if I can wake up post, in time, yeah. are you going to pick up the accent though? Because um, we've done that. On the I show. really don't want no. to. No, <laughs> I'm going to try everything in my power to stop that. Amazing! Uh, for the first time ever, as well, recording. <laughs> Booze. Hey. This has never happened before. <laughs> it is not a can of coke this time. This can go anywhere. Oh, lovely stuff. Uh, right, Jack's is, Jack is going to join. <laughs> Jack is going to join roll. us. Rock and roll. Uh, Jack is going to join us later. He's uh, doing some work, not for me this time, but he's doing some work. And um, the first question, which I think is a bit of a rubbish one this week, was uh, white elephant. I learned about the idea of what and the white elephant gift exchange was uh, this week. The white elephant gift exchange, and I think it's a, a fairly American concept or idea, is. So say, Dan, I get you. It's like a secret Santa setup. So we all pick up out of the uh, out of a hat. So Dan, I get you. I've got twenty quid or whatever. The what's the secret Santa, li- Santa limit for your team? So people you know what's about ten, I would say. Max, we do the fiver because some people are doing twenty, which I think is just wow. punchy. Um, but say the the thing is twenty pounds. You have to buy the biggest, most cumbersome, and most badly matched gift possible. Uh, so Dan, why don't, why don't you kick off? Uh, I got. I only got about three. I'd um, Carl Walker. I would have got either uh, the brain training. Um, Brilliant apps. Not okay. cumbersome as no, as no no as no, no but just well it is for for his mind. <laughs> uh, mentally or, cumbersome or or, uh, or trivial pursuit oh, in that respect. What the genus um, or master or standard even edition? Even the children's edition, he might yeah, struggle it, with. It could be a problem. Oh, for bless him. him. Um, well, Danny Rose is quite an impatient person. Uh, so I thought a bonsai tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Danny San. Yeah. And um, Fazio, anything small. So I thought either a pug or a chihuahua. Yeah. And like just a small animal that he has to bend down to, to look after because he's just obviously so far away from it. It'd be like Lenny. He'd just break things with it. Just oh, them. yeah. No those, mice. Those he's not no mice. mice. Oh, man. I didn't do so well on this, but I have had an idea... Uh, fresh in the room tonight, <laughs> and that was Baldini's present to Pochettino. You're looking for cumbersome, um, useless. Yeah, uh, Fazio. Fazio, there it is. He, he is the white elephant gift to Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, we had to cut. We had one one good one on the Reddit page from Squirrel Poacher or Pocher. Squirrel Pocher. He says Harry Ken Kane, a CPAP machine. Now I don't didn't know what a CPAP machine. Did I'm you know sure what a CPAP? We've googled, have we? I've, I have Googled. It's one of those things you stick on. I'll read you the official CPAP or continuous positive airway pressure is a treatment that uses mild air pressure to keep the airways open. CPAP is typically used by people who have breathing problems such as sleep. <laughs> a pinia. It's, it's one of those big masks okay. you use to help you sleep at night. Really might come in handy for me uh, as a grade three asthmatic. Oh, well, yeah, it, definitely. It ain't easy being wheezy, guys. Um, Eric Lamella says, a flannel outfit like the Brawny Man. Brawny? Again, an American reference. Brawny Man is um, a big brawn man on an American brand of paper towels. Cause he, and he would look ridiculous in that. So, like... Uh, Dan Arlington um, got it slightly different. But what he said... Um, as a catch-all, he'd chuck in a box set of all the Saw movies, you know, the, uh, the horror yeah. sort of shocker movies. He says, because watching those may help some of them pick up a killer instinct uh, to finish off the nervy games, which I thought yeah. was very good. Um, so that, I think, is the winner. Uh, he also says some very nice. He says, Merry Christmas, guys. Always appreciate the work that we put in, especially ASD. So, uh, <laughs> so he wins. He wins this year. Back um, patting there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one we had was... 
I think it's from the Facebook page. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig out the the question. Was how far have you gone for a game? Now I remember your story about dressing up like a minion. Yes. So I that went to the pre game. Should we re- relive that one? What? I had to come back from a holiday uh, to go to a 40th birthday party, um, the weekend of the Everton game this season. Um, I didn't mention to my wife that hmm. I could fit in coming to the Spurs game, but would have to go straight from the game to the party. So I managed to um, procure a Minion-style hat, which you know was like one of the characters. So it wasn't too bad. If it had got cold, I would have put it on, hmm. but it didn't. It was just very wet that day. Um, but I think the furthest I've been, I, my dad um, told my PE teacher that I had a dental appointment and got to pick me up early from school and took me to Knott's Forest uh, away for an evening game in the, the League Cup in about yeah. 89. Um, so that was like over well, and yeah. from him. What about things like weddings or other people's birthdays or have you done anything? Not really. I mean, my wife was quite adamant that we had to get married outside the football season. It couldn't have anything going on around it that was football related. Nice. Uh, That's nice of her. But one of, our, one of her cousins didn't uh, arrive till like the meal because he was playing cricket. Uh, but now he plays for Essex in their first no. team. So it was not That's wasted. No. Yeah. Hey, here he is. Jack's back. Jack's back. Jack back and sack. Oh. Jack's just walked in. You're over there. And he's amazed that we're beverage. We're beveraged up. Uh, we're talking about how far we've gone to see a Spurs game. So I remember my wedding. I can still remember the score from my wedding day, 18th September 2010. We beat Wolves 3-1. And trying to find the updates for that was literally a case of shaking Nan's hands, kissing powdery old women, and then going off to find, yeah, yeah. find people with internet-enabled devices because I wasn't allowed mine on me. Um, and then when I was in Madagascar, trying to find the Spurs results was an absolute nightmare. Croatia... I was in Croatia for that Liverpool game where Adebayor scored, where we, we tore him apart. Modric yes, scored, yeah. I think, was it 3 4-0? 0, 0, something like that. There was an own goal, two red cards. That's I think the one. Adebayor got the last two. Might be the f- last time we beat them at White Hart Lane, actually. Could have been, actually. Yeah, mm. Could be. I, do you remember? Because I, I was watching a. I can't remember. I was watching a. A YouTube video is is as is, is often doing that. Oh, what I saw! No, I was watching the season review DVD from yeah. a long time ago, and the the game where Bale scored a free kick, which looked like it hit the wall. Yes. Do you remember the goal before that with Aaron Lennon, which was really early on in the game, where Bale basically ran down the entire left side, took on about three people, and squared the most amazing ball yeah. to Lennon. People don't remember that. That w- yeah, was yeah. brilliant. It reminded me of his run where he scored in the Copa del Rey. That that it goes of, off the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. To beat the guy, he goes around, you know, off the pitch, off the you know the markings and and on the bit of yeah extra track that's that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've I've gone off on tangent. How yeah. far have, have you like? Are you talking like when you say how far? Do you mean distance or do you mean like how far have I gone it's, out of my it's way? The most that's exertion, like the hardest thing. The, um, the a things. few times in the states when we've had like midday kickoffs and it's like five six hours behind. Sort of got up and gone out of breakfast and watched watched Spurs over breakfast. That's not a bad one. It's quite turn, nice. Can you turn your mic on, Janae? That way better. There you go. There we go. There you go. Um, yeah. Well, you see a lot of the uh, fans. We had the story a couple. Of, we've had a couple of stories of fans who put a a, a sheet up in their, their small town square in America and they put a projector on to watch Spurs. Okay. That was yeah, amazing yeah. from a few years ago. And then we also had people who just get up at midnight to, or, or three in the morning to watch games, which is utter madness. In truth, I think there's the whole putting football in front of your family sort of thing can be harder yeah. than the travelling distances, which, you know, I would have gone all over the country, Newcastle, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. all over 20 or 30 different grounds to see Spurs when I was a single man. But with some of the elaborate lies I've told to just be able to watch you know, a Sunday game or even last night, just to try and watch Man City beat Woolwich and it didn't come off. No, it didn't. I really pissed my wife off and uh, and they didn't even, you know... Didn't do it, did they? Didn't do it for me. So Arsenal, while we're here, they've beaten um, they've beaten every single one of the top seven sides apart mm-hmm. from one. Us. Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Uh, which is great, Good isn't stat. it? Um, I, thing is, I think because we, like, I live... Less than an hour away from the ground by public transport, if if my times yeah. are right and things, it's it's not that difficult for us to watch Spurs. No, you know, so you often hear like I would hear Noah, you know, friends yeah, of the yeah. show who would who would have nightmares trying to w- watch games or find any coverage. So some of the guys who uh, follow the 
uh, follow Tottenham through the supporters clubs in America. You think, oh, they're just strolling down to a bar, and it's stupidly early, but fair play. Some of these guys are driving for an hour, oh, yeah. so they can go and watch it with like-minded people. And that is a dedication. That, good commitment, that. You know, to, to a club that they obviously love, and I'm not in any way trying to belittle. No, no, their no. Love for them. But I, if you were to now say, okay, you're going to follow this other sport that isn't so big in your country, let's give American football as an example, or Aussie rules, and say, right, you've got to get up at silly o'clock to watch them, and then go... I don't know if I could do it with the level of passion. No. But then maybe that's the draw that Tottenham has. I just, I've just looked up... You're right. I'm not, I totally agree with you. I've just been distracted. I, I don't found disagree with me, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> a Tottenham 3 Wolves 1 on my wedding day. I wasn't, obviously wasn't there. Um, I'll read you the team just because... Kudicini, Bale, at left-back. Kabul, Galas, King, Asuikoto. Is this the home or the away game? This is the home game. Bale okay. must have been uh, on the wing. So Kudicini, Bale, Kabul, Gallas, King, Ikoto. Kabul must have been on the uh, at left back. Huddleston, Janus, Van der Vaart, Keane, Crouch. They went one nil up at forty five minutes. Then we scored Van der Vaart seventy seven minutes. Pav eighty seven minutes. Hutton ninety plus one. Like that was a, a penalty from Van der Vaart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that Hutton I'm goal, it now. wasn't that like a really? It was like a tackle, and it <laughs> flew over the keeper into the top corner. And I remember him peeling off and celebrating it. <laughs> yeah, it? that was cool. Calm down, Hutton. There was a. They did it on. Um, it was on Friday Night Club or whatever it's called. I think they did. They were talking about the worst Premier League footballer at the moment. Someone, the only person yeah, they talked. Hutton, Hutton comfortably wins. Was it the um, the Guardian podcast were talking about that? Was it was it them that were saying about like on the worst? You're very quiet. The worst Premier League player. Could well be. I, I, I think it was them. Was He's definitely it. a contender for most yeah. titles that have got worst in. Mm, I think the highlight was that he decked his old man in public once outside a pub yeah punched him yeah brilliant uh, let's talk about some football yes uh, we smashed Southampton but we never lose to Southampton so it was did never did we smash them I didn't see the whole game I've only got the highlights I got the feeling that they were the better team on the whole we took our opportunities and you know and yeah, yeah. had a really good 10 minute spell where we won the game so that's not very Spursy is it so no well, I was I had a really good I had uh, I saw most of it. I saw I had someone in the crowd who was neutral, a Saints fan and a Spurs fan at different parts of the ground. So I had a very honest opinion, and they all said we dominated apart from twenty minutes. Oh, okay, um, I am. Um, I did see the whole game, and the first probably twenty twenty five minutes, they were all over us. Yeah. Loris made quality save yeah, to make two, up yeah. for World to make classes. up for the Newcastle one, um, and then we just had our two chances. We took them, and from then on, we were so comfortable. Our centre-offs, again, just dominated. And Ben Davies had a great game. Like, Mane was... He's a very good... He was nowhere, Mane. I'm so much more content when he's in the team. Davies? He's a defender. Yeah. First and foremost, that's what... I totally agree. There it is. Bloody... Such bloody lads, isn't he? He's a brilliant defender. And he just leaves the attackers to do attacking, which is great. He's not very rarely out of position and chasing back, which which we love about him. The, I think the the, cause the goals came really quickly one after another, didn't they? And so that yeah. that knocked their confidence. But it's like we say every week: like you have a look. I can't wait to play Leicester because what we do really well is we nullify single yeah. attacks. We always say it: like Giroud didn't do anything. Lukaku, who seems to be the best player in the world at the moment after after the racist uh, in Vardy, didn't do anything. Like none of them really do anything, and we we did the same. That and the Watford game intrigues me because their their strike partnership is absolutely on fire at the moment. Yeah. And they completely are not overanalyzing their game against Liverpool, but they planned the counter attack, and Liverpool tried to do the pressing game and counter attack. Yeah, and they just didn't have anyone to to press because Watford sat back. But then they stung them and, and hurt them so badly. It's so boring now. Like it, the, it's so trendy football analysis, isn't it? It's right now the four four two is back. Yeah, it, it's it's now the the anti tactics brigade are out, and uh, apparently the four two three one is going to die. When in actuality, no one plays the same formation at any point. Like the if you have a look at average formations, it's never four two you three could, one. You could say we want and we intend for. Dio and uh, Deli Alley to be the deeper of the two and have Dembele further forward. Yeah. But in truth, there's so much fluidity. Exactly. You can never really tell. I mean, Dembele's the strongest of the three players, in fact. So I'd, I'd be happy for having him in a defensive situation at any time. Deli Alley bombs on and, and hits that space, and that's when he's so dangerous. It's when he breaks into that gap. Yes, yes. Like Mason. Yeah. Don't Someone... shoot. 
I saw someone ask on a forum the other day, they said, um, how do I get into football analysis? How do I watch? What do I look for? And we always, I, I always say this, and I firmly believe that you can't see strategy from the first watching. You need yeah. to watch it to understand the, the, the ebb and flow of the game, the story, and then you re-watch certain players, certain positions, and certain spaces. And you've got to watch it higher up. And as you high up as you can. can't watch it as a fan. No. And Definitely. so, sorry. And there's things like, there's attack and defence or offence and defence and there's two completely different formations for that and then there's transition phase when there's a slightly different movement there as well so you can't say this is a formation that's in vogue at the moment because they change they mm. constantly change I was reading something about um, Sam Allardyce who watches the match three times back uh, like before they go into training on the Monday Brilliant. so if they play on the Saturday or watch it Saturday night twice on Sunday and then with the players the following week to Brilliant. sort of analyse and go through it all I, it's a lot of football, though. Same yeah. game. But I do well, exactly. Sorry. It depends on what you're looking for. You might be looking, you know, like the first <laughs> There's game. So many mistakes to write yeah. down in yeah. a Sunday yeah, yeah. game. It's, it's, and that's just, that's just watching Cabal's highlights. So it's free. Because I could imagine that he would look at from look at it from a different point of view each time. Look at it from a defensive point of view first up. Absolutely. And he's probably got so many notes on that. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Then, um, then from an attacking point of view, and then from maybe a, like, a pressing and. And um, and like kind of closing down point of yeah. view as well. So you you can see that, and and then like kind of like pick out key points in the game as well because you might go, oh right, well this happened, but then you look back and you go, oh well that happened because of that, and that yeah. happened because, of that. and you don't necessarily see it all the way through. No, it's sometimes you'll pick something up in a game. Like for example, when you've got a winger, and one time he goes around the outside, and the next time he goes on the inside. And when he's done that, you know the defender can't try and show him one way yeah. because he's got the option of going both ways. Yeah. And you can see them kind of unlocking the defence then, and it can happen every time because the defender's always been told, try and show him in or try and show him out. Yeah. And now he doesn't know what to do because you've got the option of going both ways. Or when you've got the wingers who, who switch sides. And that doesn't seem to happen anymore because no. there there's a bit more fluidity in a 4-2-3-1. In a, you know, when the old-fashioned wingers would would change over, and you would have yeah. that inverted winger, yeah. albeit briefly. Um, so those things. England in Euro '96, yeah, with um, Anderson and McManaman. Yeah, because McManaman being right-footed on the left had that yeah. naturally anyway, but mm. they would switch so often. So there was. A, did you see Monday Night Football with Henri, who talks about Guardiola's tactics? Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. There's a, it's it's online. You can find it. It's out, in fact, I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook page if I remember. It's 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 just him talking about. Guardiola's plan he does things like he draws a line up the centre of the pitch until the final third so as in from the goalkeeper's position so I guess you'd call it horizontally like straight through the middle of the pitch not the halfway line the other way um, east to west up until that and he says any player that's on the right so your right centre back your right back your right winger your right midfielder doesn't cross that line and so they've got positional integrity and the the analysis he goes into is really interesting and it's when you stop games when you pause games and when you start to look at positions and and, and where people are are often in that you start to realise where the plan is and where where British football's pretty poor like it's really easy to say oh there's no tactics in British football because there isn't much of it like that's why Mourinho must find it really easy to do what he's doing it, what he did do at Chelsea the first time the trouble is the coach the people who are managing now or the coaches that are coaching now came through 20 years ago when they were probably doing yes. their badges the likes of Pardew were learning uh, from the FA under this dinosaur Charles Hughes whose mentality was this POMO position of yes. maximum opportunity yes and essentially it was just a route one get the ball in the box and as quickly as you can and then you create an opportunity as, you know, as, as quickly as possible. And it's taking foreign players, foreign managers to come in and to influence that and to change that. No, no, no. And that's why you have a look at, um, what was it, after, oh, I can't remember, was it Italia 90 when England went out and France went out and they had, both of them had two options. They had about a quarter of a million pounds. France weren't in Italia 90. Oh, I can't remember which tournament it was. But they, they both had an option to to spend about a quarter of a million or a half a million pounds. Okay. England built Wembley. France went and built the, uh, the, the um, what's it called? The, the, the academy, the famous academy. I can't right, remember. okay. Um, I can't remember what it's called. And from that, they got the France 98 team that came yeah. through that. 
was we we are still relying on the Pardews of this world and yeah. the Anodices and we. But you can look at a definitive date, and uh, the game I remember most clearly is the England five, Germany one, September. Even Heskey scored. Yeah. Uh, it was you know incredible. September That's the, first... the game I'm talking about. Right. Okay. And That's from Germany, that moment, that was oh, the well. qualification for the yeah. World Cup in 2002. Germany no, made the final then. and lost to the better team on the day. No quiver about that, Brazil. But they built their academies and they spent all their money on grassroots coaching. And England didn't move on, didn't evolve. Um, Honigstein, Rafi Honigstein, the, uh, the yeah. journalist, has written a fantastic uh, book about it called Das Reboot, um, which journals the whole, you know, the journey yeah. from, from there on. But you look at where the two countries went and... It might have been the best thing that ever happened to German football. Tell you, when you start looking at patterns of football, it's really interesting. We always bang on about the 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 idea from soconomics or or how England lost the World Cup. I think it's called in in Britain um, about how you will finish in the position of league table of what you pay your players. Yeah. We are usually about sixth in terms of how we we pay our players. So we exceed by about one place. Don't or, we? Yeah. Uh, the other thing I, th- I find really interesting is the identity of the manager. F- you look at Arsenal, who are this amazing artistic football team, but they've got no killer instinct whatsoever, because Arsenal doesn't. You look at Man United, they've got this amazing, hard, fast, aggressive style, because Fergie had it. Yeah. And you look at Spurs, we don't have much of identity apart from glory. That came from the 60s, but that's just something that's perpetuated by the fans. You actually look at our recent history, we don't have much glory there. But now our identity is, is youth, it's, it's speed, it's fluidity, all the good stuff. Because that's Poch's identity. And that's why you need to build around the right manager. It's not good enough. Like Palace will always falter because Palace is about Pardew. It's not about Palace. And that's why we'll have a problem. And that's why managers can be brilliant managers and then go out of fashion because they don't adapt to the times. I think Mourinho's going to really struggle in the job after the next one because he can only build for specific team. He can only build for one team. So after Because he, he, he'll win something with United. And after he's won that with United, he can't go anywhere else in England, really. He can't go anywhere else in Italy because everyone hates him. He can't go anywhere else in Spain because Real Madrid hate him. I mean, someone will take him. But where's he going to go? He's, he'll, PSG. Well, yeah, PSG. Yeah. And he, it's, you need a manager who's got that, that mentality. And that comes back to that question we had last week where do we suffer from not having a, a, a killer instinct? Yeah, we do. Because it's not habitual, because it's not what's trained into our um, teams, because that's not what our leader thinks. It's, it's just fascinating insight, because it it's just comes down to leadership. Pochettino is a disciple of Bielsa, yes. who's being linked with the Swansea job. I've not heard anything recently, but he's the former Marseille manager. That's, you know, yeah, that, yeah. You know as European football fans, he's the, that's the job people might remember him from. Yes. He's a former Argentina manager. And, yeah, you know, Pochettino has probably taken... What he had, and now used three years of experience in the Premier League, and adapted it, you know, to, to his. I style. had a, a hypothetical question when Mourinho got sacked, which was if you could swap him for Pochettino, would you do it? Short term, yes. Long term, no. Not That's the simple years. answer. Not in a million years. He has to spend an awful lot of money to get what he wants, and that's that's the issue. Um, he doesn't build for the future. He's great in short term, but then it always turns sour. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's like a he's like a pair of underpants. It's great at the start. Feels <laughs> yeah, it's like your pulling pants. But do you know what? Your pulling pants. Yeah, you go. Your pulling pants. <laughs> they like, but the, the next morning when you're on your going to miss you, home, it's it's starting to get a bit smelly, aren't they? And think yeah, and you have got to make a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that your class in the next morning is long term as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other one that you sent me was the points difference between. Did we do this last week? I don't think we did. Was the, well, the, the AVB versus Pochettino? And yeah, it, it was that the point that AVB got sacked was sixteen games, and he had one more point than Poch did. Well, Poch has had this season after sixteen games. Had six defeats compared to Poch's yeah. two. And it was just interesting, like what the, the fans and media and all that, like their influences on a manager's the job security. The thing is, there's, there's more hope in the side, you know. And, and to be fair, there's more than hope in this team. We've got expectation now. Um, I really didn't want us to sack AVB when we did. No, me neither. I was but devastated. The defeats were bad defeats. We got know, hammered a six few nils, times. Five yeah. nils. Wait a minute, Dan. I was completely the opposite. I, 
I absolutely hated the way we were playing. I thought we were the when we were when we were playing against the top teams, we were getting thrashed, absolutely thrashed. Yeah, and that was that was not acceptable at all. Toulouse was it six nil and six one to oh, City and, and Liverpool. I was there. Yeah, you can't have that. You really can't. And I, I also and remember. it got to the point. I was watching um, the Liverpool game uh, after after which he got sacked, and I'm thinking. It's already 3-0. Just pile on the goals and get him sacked. Get him out of there and get someone different because we need it. We need that. And I'd, I've never felt like that before. About, the, about wanting Spurs to lose heavily. It's a like just to get, wow. Because I thought, you know what? If there's another couple of goals here, he's gone. He's gone. One of the turning points for me, Vavy B, was I think we were playing... It was quite early on. I think we had Norwich or something like that home. And I saw... Jake Livermore starting at home to Norwich. And just, we had two what, holding what, midfielders. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, come on. But he'd had Bale taken away. It's incomprehensible. He did. No, he did. To us. He, we, knew, he knew it was gonna, he was going to be taken away. We, we've done but then he it. didn't even we, get the players he wanted. No, no, no. By all accounts, he played Lamella as a lame duck at City. That was the first and only time Lamella played 90 minutes under AVB in the 6-0 of Man City. It was kind of... And it, it was you a know. young man, like. But we've done the AVB thing. I yeah. like it, it, like. And there were a lot of people who were with you then. I, mm. um, that's fine. I think where we are now to go back to your point about Mourinho and would we take him? Mm. It, it would be Mourinho's Tottenham. It wouldn't be Tottenham. You know what? What will happen is Mourinho has less Chelsea, less Chelsea in a, it left Chelsea in a hole. He'll leave Man United even worse off than Fergie left them. Whereas. Potch will leave an incredible system ready for someone to take it on further. Like, and what he'll also do is he'll bring in, he'll make a situation where people want to come to us. Toby Alderweireld, who is probably our best player this season, like Hugo is, after Hugo, forget Hugo, yeah, yeah. like Toby has made the biggest difference to our team. It, Toby wanted to come because of, the way, because of the manager, because of the way we were playing and because of who he got to play with. I remember watching a, a Monday night when Gary Neville was on it a couple of months ago and he was talking about Pochettino and about the transition that he's made from yep. when he took over. He was basically saying that although on paper the Tottenham team he's got now is probably not as good as when he took over, what he has done is laid a foundation where the club can then take that forward. Whether that or not that's with him or the next man, but they can achieve so much more than what they could have achieved before he took over, despite the fact that the, on paper the team is a lot younger and probably not as good as it was when he took over, which I thought was really interesting. Where could you see, is there a job you can see that Poch would take it if it became Juve. available? I've always said that Juve, because he won't go to Real, he won't go to Bayern, he can't go to Barcelona, he can't go to Man United or Chelsea. Potch, yeah, because he, he's too big. Oh, sorry. Because they're too big for him. No, no, moment. I thought you were saying again about Jose. Sorry, no, Potch, I don't yeah, think he can right, go to that. fair enough. But I think he can go to Juve, where the expectation is still high, but they've, they've got a damaged brand, and he can start to rebuild that, that, that squad, that team, that club. I think that's the danger where... But I, think, I can't remember who I was talking to about um, yesterday, my old boss, Owen. Um, you know, Jack. He was mm. saying, well, that's fine, but you'll, you'll just get more money in, at Spurs. And actually, we've got a great team. You know, Juve may be able to pay greater wages, really. And it may be tactically more exciting to go play in Serie A. But Spurs are just a better team. Like, they're a lovely do, do team. You know, I think looking at it, sort of like take your Spurs hat off and look at it, that he would not be a great appointment for Chelsea. If they want, they want someone who's going to be there for a long time and to stamp a philosophy. There's all this stuff about them wanting to bring their youth players through because they've won four of the last yeah, five yeah. FA Cups. Surely he fits the bill to go somewhere like that. Fits the bill at every club, really, every club, because of the, it's long-termism. It's bringing through the youth, but you've got to have good youth to bring through, which mm. we've got, which City have got. City so the longer it. we stay out of the Champions League, the more chance we've got of keeping him because that's the one thing on his CV he doesn't have. The clubs in the Champions yeah. League will say we've not got the Champions League experience. Let's go for fifth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you listen to the big interview with Graham Hunter and Alan Pardew? Have you listened to that yet? Partway through it. Oh man, how hateful is Alan Pardew? So you know how, I mean, this isn't even on the interview, but you know how like Pochettino will have his training kit and will have MP, his initials on the shirt. Pardew has pards. Which is absolutely hateful. And on the, on the, <laughs> he's so. If he was chocolate, he'd lick himself. Well, this is he? the thing for Magic Sponge. Have you ever listened to the Magic Sponge podcast? Uh-huh. Where um, what's his face is always calling him Chocolado because he would he would just eat himself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit in that 
Uh, and for those of you who haven't seen The Office, the British proper office, uh, the original and the best, he, um, there's, Brent is obviously the, is an amazing um, comic creation. And one of the things he talks about, uh, Pardew, is he says, you know, when, a, when a, a, an old pro comes in and I start to drop him, they always come to me and they say, like, why are you dropping me for, boss? Like, what, what are you playing at? And then, then when uh, the season ends and when they leave the club, they realise I was right. And they come up to me in party and say, boss, you were right. You, you are the best boss I've ever worked for. <laughs> <laughs> Proper Brent stuff. Like, just totally embarrassing. And he's another one who is he's just selfish. It's just all about him. I don't care if he's amazingly working class and he, he was a builder. He's an absolute wally. England managers should get one tournament and that's it. And then it revolves. It's like because eventually it will come around to you. Yeah, brilliant. And yeah. I swear, I, I know this is going to happen. The day he gets the England job, whenever it is, however dark a day that is, the press have got shitloads on him. I'm sure yeah, of it. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just. You'd be inter- entertaining for all the wrong reasons of him oh, being yeah. the England manager. He's just he's just lucked out, isn't he? It's the same with like in the way that if Vardy left or Mares left, they could not replicate their form at any other club apart from maybe Watford because they're just it's just not the same, you know. It's yeah, they're performing really, really well at Leicester. He's going to give them an opportunity to earn a big contract somewhere else where it won't quite happen for them. Like yeah. Mares, they signed Mares from a league deux side. He's yeah. not even mm. top flight French football. Like four hundred fifty grand. Yeah. Uh, what is it? You look at Pinar, Sigurdsson, Livermore, great players, Townsend I'm going to put, great players, but not at Spurs' level and not consistent enough at our mm. level. People who, when they drop down a level, two levels, they're, they're the best player at their team. And that's fine, but to be performed consistently at the best, you need to, we need the best. Anyway. Having seen Dawson play for Hull, he was dragged up. He played at a better level. When he was at Tottenham. Yeah. Because uh, I thought, oh, he's going to go and boss it there and he's going to be a... It's not really quite happened for him there, unfortunately. No. He's had a few injuries as well, hasn't he? Bring him home. He's injured now. Swapping for Fazio. He's so be motivated if you live in Hull. <laughs> oh, you live I've outside been of Hull? It's, it's atrocious, Yeah, I've had a night it? out in Hull. It's, it's awful. Sorry to hear that. I went, I went, yeah. to a, went there for a wedding and... Oh, dear. Prinny Key. I don't think I've ever seen more 14-year-olds pushing prams in <laughs> anywhere in the country. And I've been to Hartlepool. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm just looking up where... Uh, where they hang monkeys, of course. Of course. Hangus the monkey. Not only was he the mascot, he was the mayor. And he got in twice. <laughs> Genius face. Oh, God. Uh, I was thinking these... Uh, and this is quite negative. I, I like focusing on negative sometimes. I was thinking, it's, it's Christmas time. It's time for reflection. It's time for looking back. Brilliant. That's going to get annoying. Just, just really high-pitching people's ears. Um, but we are bloody lads. Are so. we going to talk about wanking yet? <laughs> oh, come on, we've gone like no, other parts. No, I'm editing it. <laughs> You're going to have to keep mentioning it no. on the show so you can't edit it out. Just every two minutes. No, I nearly hey. did my walk of shame story earlier. No, we're not doing any of that. Oh. We're not doing any of that. Um, I was looking at this is Christmas. boring. This is <laughs> this is like where's the equivalent the, where's of the photocopying your ass at the Christmas party, isn't it? Um, the top countries for listening to the show: Great Britain, number one. US, US, your lot. Australia, Australia. Next. Hardly my lot. Uh, you know. Well, they are your lot. You're drinking Fost. Well, you're not drinking Fost. No, not yet. Uh, it's, uh, Netherlands, oh. Canada, Norway, Algeria. Can we give in- a shout out to Bryce, Bryce Eady? Oh, Canadian. yeah, we love Bryce Eady. One of our Canadian listeners. One of our friends, stuff. one of our um, own. Contacted me on Twitter this week to ask who to manage in um, ch- uh, football manager other than Tottenham because he's bored of winning everything. New Bryce, <laughs> never, ever get bored of winning everything with Tottenham. No. Please. I've stopped playing... 2015 actually because it was just too easy oh really yeah it was just um, I just keep well, with Tottenham yeah you do just keep winning because one of the main one of the main guys at, um, at Football Manager is a Tottenham fan so, matter what, so you, yeah. you can hardly fail the, um, it annoys me though because Dyer's not a defensive midfielder he's down to centre half back, yeah. so he doesn't yeah. get top marks so they don't want you to play him there yeah 
I um, I got bored. I did exactly the same on FIFA. Got bored of just doing the same thing. And I'm at that stage where if I take it up a level of difficulty, it's it's just ridiculous and boring. And I just want to be have, have it fun. So I dropped down to League Two, not County. Got all of the Spurs under twenty ones team. Brought them in. I've just been playing this game, which has been brilliant. Uh, and they are about that level, <laughs> to be fair. I've always had a soft spot. I've been to Wembley three times, see Notts County. Yeah. Because I've got family out there. All right. Cousins I've been with. Brilliant. Uh, I was just thinking, since it's over five years now since our Champions League group stage, because uh, it was five years ago. It's a long time. It's a long time ago. And since then, what are our moments of glory? And what's our worst moments? Easy worst moment. I was trying to think of literally the worst second. So the worst second for me is Drogba making that, is taking the penalty in the Champions League final. Oh. Yeah. Because that, that's the worst. I mean, I'm starting to know we're going to get better. I went to bed with a feeling that I could only describe as toothache and indigestion. But I didn't have toothache or indigestion. It's but I ached. I had a pain that I could not describe. And it was football had done that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the second 5-2 loss at Arsenal. But which second? Was the, no, the as final. in oh, no, the, the second one. We lost but which second of it? When that's the fifth goal went in and you were like, oh, not again. That was that was awful, wasn't it? The ghost goal because it was just embarrassing. You know the Newcastle ghost goal or Bale being sold when they announced that the Newcastle. moment you sold. Yeah, the Newcastle. Sorry, Bale scored against Sunderland when they all last goal game of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then the ghost oh, goal. Went yeah. I know. I didn't hear about it. Oh, it was sorry. so embarrassing. Okay. Man. I thought you meant the Old Trafford, Mendes. That was great. Yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't great, but that was in the last five years. I was. Um, I was in Austria at the time in a um, skiing. Of course, cricket. you were. So holiday ban strikes I, again. I, I was. I wasn't a holiday. <laughs> I was working out there. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Working on your tan as a ski instructor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was. Um, I was working out there, and I was. I was in a bar, and they had. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't soccer Saturday, was it? Or was it an evening? No, it was a it was midweek. An e- yeah, it was, it was a midweek game. Ga- it was a midweek game, but it wasn't on Sky. So they they got Gillette Soccer Saturday up on there. And I saw it, it changed to 1 0. Yeah. Changed to 1 0, and I have just screamed at the TV. That's awful. Just, and then and it goes back to 0 0, and everyone just turns and points and laughs. It was that moment I realised how global football was. My brother was in Australia, and my best man, my cousin, was in um, South Africa. And within five minutes, I'd spoken to both of them on the phone. Wow. It was like, this is mental. This yeah, is- yeah, yeah. Best moments. The, the Dembele Lyon I, it still makes me happy to this day just I was in the same bar as well in Austria <laughs> on, on holiday that time on holiday that was a holiday yeah, yeah. Dembele Lyon I'm thinking um, the third goal against Man United beating them in the Fergie era first time away remember yeah, yeah. that I didn't watch that live I watched match of the day oh, man. as live I went out and after it was hard it. Oh man! And oh. you, you lot experienced all of the hmm. torture of the last twenty minutes of trying to hang on. I was Defoe playing a second left back. Or I, I remember. Do you remember Kane kicking the ball away when he was massively offside? Just he was one of my favourite thing moments time. ever. Um, I because I was training at that period. I went out and just ran ten miles. I just went out. I just had so much energy and, and just I was so high on adrenaline. Just went out, bang, no warm up, smashed it. The uh, the two goals in two minutes against Arsenal at home. It's yeah, pretty good. Bailing, that was there a good, is an amazing oh. video of that from the stands on YouTube because it's brilliant. just after Bale's goal. Yeah, celebrating, and then you see Scotty Parker take out Kazula. I've watched it a lot of times, and then suddenly, bang! Parker's in. Lennon, you can see him jumping in from the left. Kane's oh, header against our uh, Woolwich last year. Mm. I almost cried too. I was with Noah. But do you know what? I'm gonna, this is going to sound weird. One of the lowest points was Kane's rebound penalty. Against West Ham, yeah, as one of the worst, because we were everyone was going absolutely bat crazy. Hmm. We were drawing to all West Ham, and what's going on if we're celebrating like this? No, no, no. I know we'd well, no, we'd had some awful games against them the year before. You know, three, well, all of them, three of them. The was whole there for T-shirt, all of them. the mug, you know, collection for for about five years at Upton Park. Yeah. The moment when Palacios just stood over Seedorf. Mm. Oh, in, yeah. in San Siro just oh that that, that it, was it, it a really film put that, that game that game really I know like kind of everybody says like the whole the whole world started to know about Bale after that hat trick and everyone yeah. going oh my god Bale oh he's such a good player oh how, he's come out of nowhere 
And we're going, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've yeah, been no, watching we, him we play, was play like that for don't ooh, over a year. Yeah. And, but the Palacios moment where Seydorf, yeah, you got Seydorf, you got uh, Gattuso, you got like... Gattuso bouncing on the floor yeah. with anger, yeah, yeah. fighting. Uh, having Joe a go Jordan. with Joe Jordan, Man. talking Scottish. Scottish. And, um, <laughs> and it was just, it was just a monumental moment just to see him just... He pushed him over, pushed him back, pushed him back over the halfway line. And then kicked him yeah. to the floor and just stood over him like Ali against um, Foreman. No, against Frazier. Um, Frazier. Was it Smoke Frazier or, or, or Sonny Liston? Frazier, the hell? What? Sonny Liston, where he's saying, "Get up, your oh, bum." Oh, the ghost punch. Yeah, that was Liston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, kind of, um, and he's just stood there saying, "Get up, your punk." You know, like, have like that iconic photo. Just it but, was like that. And then um, I remember soonest after the game saying about. Gattuso, he, he said, uh, "It just it just proves what a filthy dog of a player he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a proper Roman centurion of a player, isn't he? He's like yeah. Chiellini. He just looks like a Roman." How did he end up at Rangers? I never quite get that. It's weird, isn't it? But it's like in the same way, was it Rangers or Celtic or Bolton almost signed Lionel Messi on loan for a year? It's just it's just never what happens. That's an interesting one, actually. <laughs> but you know, like what's happened with uh, Rangers and Celtic, and Celtic have just. Kind of it's boring. Got a lot worse because Rangers aren't there yeah. at the moment. Would we be the same if Arsenal weren't there? So, you, my, you, I hate the Arsenal thing. How how much people care about it? I know, I, I get it. Blah 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 blah. But I hate how we sing every game about it. All that sort of stuff. But I'm not from North London, so I I, I also get that. In the same way, people may not understand how big a deal Carlos Swansea is, or even Wales, England is. They rely far more on us for identity. We've got an identity. We've got a bigger history in them. We just do. Like they had one period in the nineties and early two thousands when they were really good, and then bits and bobs elsewhere. We've got glory littered throughout our history. Um, but yeah, we, we would have less of an identity if they weren't there naturally. I actually think we'd have done a lot better in our league positions if Arsenal didn't exist because we've cocked a few up solely on us choking at finishing above them. Mm-hmm. If we'd have done that, like if in the first Premier League season we finished above them, wouldn't it wouldn't be? Wouldn't we be did lucky. in the first Premier League season. Oh, did we? Just not under Wenger. Yeah. Mm. What What would we do? I was thinking because. Atmosphere, you know, where we start booing, or when we say we, the Spurs fans start booing if we're having a negative. You mean the East End and the North? The East End and the North Stand, yeah. Um, what would we do to have to have a Bayern or a Dortmund level of just singing? What, even if they, someone just scores, it doesn't even make a difference. What, what would we have to do? I think we've got two years to wait. And it's got sixty-one thousand four hundred and sixty-one seats in it. Wow, let's talk about that because there was a, a four and a half hour meeting on. <laughs> On said I new stadium, 12.30am, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. They started at 7pm. I know these councillors have got jobs, but if you know this is going to be an epically long planning meeting. So, yeah, so I've sat through quite a lot of the Haringey planning subcommittee meeting, mm-hmm. uh, which happened last Wednesday. Uh, the good news is that the uh, stadium uh, vote was approved, eight votes out of ten, which was uh, sufficient to go through. Um, we're going to knock down the three listed buildings, which was... A major bone of contention. Um, they are all virtually derelict anyway, so yeah. I, I personally didn't see any reason why they should be kept. That was the uh, Enfield Dispensary, which is just if you look at the main building of the like the main entrance to the club, that's just to the right. Right. Then there's it. the Red House, which was formerly the major offices of Tottenham. Yes, I know. Why it was called the Red House, I'm not entirely sure. Mm. Possibly that's something that came before. And the pub that used to be the White. Heart, but I think it's more recently been Rudolph's. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's going. protected. And also, there's a grade two listed building called Warmington House, which is between the shop. So, going the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, towards Seven Sisters, which I remember in the very, very early 80s being taken to by my parents as the supporters club. Oh, nice. So, there actually was. It's incomprehensible yeah, yeah. to think there isn't somewhere you can all go together now and there's a bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's But there was an official lane, club. Right? You know, supporters club, but that that building's going to be enveloped on three sides, so we've had to get, um, you know, p- permission for that. But that was granted as well. And also, we've bought some land, like number forty-four White Hart Lane, yeah, and that's going to be an off-site cement mixing place, so we don't have to ship it in, you know, travel it in from oh, so far. That's good. And for plant hire storage, and all of those were pushed through, so that's fantastic. fantastic. Still got to be ratified by Boris. Brilliant. But he tweeted last night. 
Fantastic that renegation is going ahead, but have to mind what I say because I'm about to see the proposal. <laughs> so I can't no. see that that's going to be an issue. No, no, you see no, him no. taking what... penalties with Ledley King the other week. No. no. Brilliant. His tackle. Just, I mean, it's, a, the, it's an old video. The no, f- but the, um, in the, the, f- the tackle in the, in the, the celebrity game. versus yeah, German. The but German. also, have you the seen during the Rugby boy. World Cup? Yes. Yeah. He just runs so, through this kid. Absolutely just, ruins him. Let's give some background. Boris Johnson is mayor of London. Massively posh, conservative idiot. But Doesn't make him a bad person. It does not make him a bad person. And he, there's bits of him which are hilarious. Like his hair. He, and he's a genius buffoon, I would say. Yeah, he is. Mm. Um, and he's not stupid. Um, and he plays in an England versus Germany charity game. And the Majewski? And the maybe the Majewski. Oh, and I've got a good story about the Majewski, which I can't tell on air. And <laughs> that goes back to last week, I'm sure. <laughs> Surely another, I mean about, another cider you might I mean tell about us? Mr. Majewski, about oh, a okay. rendezvous he had with a lady and then just bought her a Cilla car. Black? No, 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 no. Okay, Do you know why Cilla Black gave up? The dating program, which is called Blind Date, you yes. know, why she get because she had a seance and her dead husband apparently told her to stop it. Bobby, so she did. Bobby, yeah, Bobby. Um, I can't remember where I was going with it. Medeski, yeah, the, Boris, Johnson. Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson. Oh, yeah, and basically, have a look at that. Boris Johnson tackle is it's, it's not even a rugby tackle. It's, well, it's, I suppose it is more than anything. He goes in, moan through him. Yeah, he's it's like literally he puts his shoulder in the man's <laughs> testicles. I saw a brilliant post on Reddit. You know, I love my Reddit, and it was, "Can someone tell me the background of this clip, please?" And it was Holtby going through um, the, the referee, Howard Webb. my Howard Webb, and he's like, "What's the background? How has this happened?" He said, "Easy, calm down." Let the King's testimonial. <laughs> right, let's get. The... Um, before we go on to the quiz, yeah. Um, you're going to do your speech. You're leaving. Call, no, 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 another no, callback. No, 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 a callback for last week. I apologise for for not preparing myself for for different crisp flavours. Oh yeah. Um, so I've got three. I've got. Um, These better be good if they're a week late. Warm cocktail. <laughs> okay. Uh, beef and onion greavesy. Oh yeah. And um, wait, beef, onion greavesy. What's beef? Beef and onion gravy. Oh right. And um, cream cheese and <laughs> yeah. shivers. Green tea, that's better. Pringles, that's a... It's a play on words, it's I like a, that. Oh, Chives. We can always edit that out. Yeah, we can anyway. edit that out. Oh, shush. There's <laughs> <laughs> something you might have to edit out. Um, I, I heard a couple of things about Chelsea, but not like kind of, like kind of what's happening in the club. Go on. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, I've heard uh, uh, alleged- about like kind of... Um, this is before Mourinho was sacked, but... Um, but last week it was it was um, saying about like kind of Eva Canero yeah. stuff, um, saying that she'd been she was actually having dead. it off with she John was, Terry. Well, no, 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 Ivanovic, not John Terry. No, no, no uh, with um, with one of the other players. I'm not sure who Hazard. I've heard. Is it Hazard? Allegedly, right? And nice. Or, or it could be Oscar. To be fair, with the way that uh, well, the way that he's the way t- way t- Hazard's t- performance has dropped off since she was sacked. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Um, and also that John Terry has been um, having funny business with the groundsman's wife. Amazing, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, that's, that's allegedly. hilarious. I am not. I I have had a, a source from a source. Yeah, but um, obviously, like kind of, it's not like the newsroom where you require two sources before you actually make it. Let's be honest. It's know. not like player shags. You know, someone else. No, and it's not as if John Terry has had previous. Oh, well, yeah. It's well, like, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, Grandsman, like, I'm trying to think of jokes, you know, Grandsman's looking for his hoe, but John Terry's got it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. He's completely mowing through it's always the groundskeeper or the, the gardener that would be servicing the, the lady of the house. Yeah. So yeah. it's a reversal here. I hate really. anyone but his own. Your <laughs> 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 poor wife just never sees him. Yeah, she's the luckiest woman in the world. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, like kind of the the whole club is like kind of. And do we have a, a, a source, or is this just a, this is um, HP a, or that is a friend of mine who is an ex professional footballer mm. who lives in Austria. has has contact with um, uh, with people within oh. Chelsea. Very interesting. Mm. Should we quiz? Yeah, let's quiz. Which nationality Australian. is Naeem? Moroccan. Yes. Shout. Was, yeah. On yeah, Wikipedia, it'll have him with a Spanish flag because he played under 21s for Spain. Do you want to know a bit of 
pub trivia about Morocco? Please do. If you tipped Norway on its point, from tipped it on its south point, it, the top of it would land in Morocco. Blimey. That's brilliant, isn't it? I mean... Have you? I tried. Norway's... They've got loads of it's oil. It's heavy, isn't it? Well, they've got loads of oil. It's really slippery. and it's really, it's just <laughs> Most like, of that was on Stefan Everson's skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. It's just oil and ice. It's so oh, yeah. slippy. I can't have fjord anything there either. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> really bad. Really bad. <laughs> Which club did Tottenham Hotspur visit on 24th of November 2001? Say it again. Which club did Tottenham Hotspur visit on the 24th of November 2001 for the official opening of their new Dr. Martins Stadium? That would be... Boston and Diamonds. It says West Ham. Really? I don't know. Now they call it the. Yeah, it's, that's what it says here. It's like Stadium. Dodge, or stand. Oh, stand. Right, there you are. Oh, oh mate. Sorry. I apologise. The dyslexia is kicking in. Oh, yeah. Blame it on that. Never heard about it before today. Oh, Which sure. part of why <laughs> I it could, could be the third beer, actually. <laughs> How can has a dyslexic spell dyslexia? <laughs> Not after my third beer, anyway. Are you just trying to write word blindness? <laughs> Which part of White Hart Lane became an all-seater enclosure in 1994? I'm looking at you. Shelf. Shelf. Yeah, the shelf. Otherwise known as the East Stand. The middle section of the East Stand. There you go. Oh, yeah, very true. That's very true. The middle section of the East Stand. What was Neil Ruddock's nickname? Razor. Razor. Do you see that? Have you seen that program of him getting his car repossessed? Oh, that's the best thing that you can possibly <laughs> see. It is incredible. It is incredible. Look at it on, uh, on YouTube. Have a look at it. Such a hell of a It's, it's so good. I really liked him because he really stood up. Like, as one of the pay, there's the captain of the club, I think, at the time of the Sugar and Venables court case. He actively was defending Venables and speaking up for him. Um, and was sold quite recently after that. Don't know why. That's a shame. Go on. For uh, which Tottenham striker played his last game for the club against Leicester City in 1985? 1985. Gravesy. <laughs> he does um, excellent team of the weeks. Oh no! With no neck. Oh, I know his Crooks. Yes, he's an absolute wally. That boy. Good striker. Yeah. Say, did, did Gladson Small play for us? <laughs> it's um, which Tottenham Hotspur striker scored a hat trick against West Ham United on the second of February, nineteen eighty-seven? I have a inkling. Clive Allen. Of course, it was. No one else scored that year. True. Which Tottenham Hotspur manager signed Willem Corston? George Graham. George Graham. We had him on loan at Leeds, and Leeds thought they'd done the deal. We got. The man in the grey coat as manager, and he slipped in and uh, made him bought an absolute sack of crap. Mm. Mm. Which Spurs manager won the Dutch Cup as a player in 1976? Martin Yol. Oh, Martin Yol. I couldn't remember his name. Um, which no, German club no, did Jose Dominguez join when he left Tottenham Hotspur? German Hoffenheim, Hamburg. No, we've played them and lost to them in the UEFA Cup in the early nineties. Uh, Kaiserslautern. Yes. Kaiserslautern. Good job. Great shout. Yeah, that was the 92 season, 91 yeah, 92 was... season, yeah. No, um, no, no, later on. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Who did yeah. we lose to in No, a... that was with Carr and Janola. Carr scored an own goal. Ah, um, right. He didn't play Janola in the away leg, um, Graham, because he you know, thought we'd risk. Who did we Who did we go out to in the um, 91 92 Feyenoord. season? Feyenoord. Was it final? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Lost 1-0 over there and drew 0-0 at home. Is it DeVolf was playing for him at the time? Yeah, John DeVolf. Yeah. You, you finished your little conversation? Or? About Tottenham. <laughs> when I was Bloody like hell. 10, 11 years old. I might old. not get to speak to him in person ever again. This is true. Yeah. Uh, which club did Glenn Hoddle join after leaving Tottenham Hotspur? Monaco. 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 Under Wenger, wasn't it? Is that yes, right? he was. Yeah. He was. Which two clubs was Ian Walker loaned out to in the 1990-91 season? Colchester and Norwich. No and no. <laughs> That's unlike it's you. Just his dad managed both right. of them. So. Southend, 
No. Nope. And does it just sound random teams? Bolton and Crystal Palace. Gillingham. Oxford United and Ipswich Town. Oh, so close. Actually, I was geographically not far off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but totally wrong. With which London club did Spurs draw 1-1 at home with in their last game of the 2004 season? West Ham. Chelsea. Wimbledon. Charlton. Fulham. Arsenal. No, 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 no. I feel like an idiot. Fulham. Newcastle. London. United. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> West Ham. Jeez, <laughs> we were talking about the manager earlier, but who's going to be the next England manager? Uh, Palace. Crystal Palace. Yes. Come on. Newcastle was a good shout, though. Yeah. United. Newcastle. <laughs> what is so the close. minimum height of a corner flag? Six foot. No, four, four foot. In between. Four and a half foot. Five foot. Five foot. Oh. Right. Um, may the referee order team officials away from the ba- boundary lines yes. of the field of play? Yes. Yep. If a goalkeeper That's takes correct. a goal kick and the ball travels the length of the field of play directly into the opponent's goal, what is the decision? Not you, because you're a referee. I missed that completely. So you started that whilst I was still. a former referee. Uh, okay. Is it a retake? Is that the asthma? No, it must be a goal. No. Because you're just bringing the ball onto play. It... Goal kick. Goal kick. Mm. Goal. According to the card. I think they've missed off the word kick. <laughs> so if a goalkeeper really? takes a goal kick and the ball travels, basically if a goalkeeper scores from a goal kick, is it a goal? Because it yeah. bounce, if it bounces over the He's goal. kicked it. I thought a drop kick. I didn't think you could because it's, yeah. like, it's like a throw and you can't score. No. The ball's coming back into the field of play. Mm. But... I don't think it is. Well, you're no, wrong. Um, you're all wrong. I need to Google that. But he's, but he's kicked it. Whereas a throw-in doesn't count because... He's thrown he's it. He's thrown <laughs> it. <laughs> a corner does count. So that's an anomaly there. Yeah, maybe Yeah. Because that, that happened... Um, I need to get Jack. back on the parks. Was it my question? Yeah. United um, Bournemouth, wasn't it, that happened? From a corner, yeah. yeah. What is awarded to the opposing team if a player holds an opponent? Free kick. Direct free kick. Direct free kick. Oh, these... Questions are tough. This is a question for ASD, as he mentions it every other week. Birmingham. But slightly out of context, usually. All right. Which English club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat in the 1972 UEFA Cup final? Wolves. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Alan Davis getting a blue whale. <laughs> <question> <laughs> <of Kai. laughs> I'm Alan Davis. Which North West club, we know there's many, uh, did Crystal Tottenham Hotspur defeat West in the League Cup second round? <laughs> 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 in the 1981-1982 season I just did the north east west of my finger so I was quite embarrassing <laughs> no not Celtic <laughs> <laughs> any ideas? no Man United yes oh, very good scored. One nil. who scored a penalty for Tottenham Hotspur in the 1962 FA Cup final? Danny Barksman correct he got two which Tottenham Hotspur player scored twice in the 3-1 win over Man United in the League Cup fifth round in the 98-99 season? Chris Armstrong. Chris Armstrong. Oh, you know, they got a little bit of a tap-in. Yeah. It was, it was the... Um, in that game, he was on TV and he... <laughs> Ginola just completely did the defence, yeah. did the, the full-back. Just like brought it onto his, his left foot, curled it in and he, he kind of like... Oh, well. Just a like kind of, um, was Van der Howe's goal um, Armstrong put the ball in and all he did was just turn to the cameras and just raise yeah. his arms aloft like he'd scored it like yeah as yeah, if yeah. he did absolutely everything he put the ball onto Chris Armstrong's head whilst Armstrong wasn't looking and it bounced yeah. into the goal it it, yeah it might, might as well have been he was that good that season yeah he only gets one assist for that whereas Ozil last night gets an assist for a, a ball into no space at all you know, Theo makes the goal and Ozil, everyone's salivating. Yeah. And in the press today, it's, oh, he ducked out of the way of the shot as well. The best duck of the season. <laughs> yeah. Get alive. Right. Um, when did assists I, become a thing? I know, I know I'm a Tottenham fan, but there's one thing that really bugs me. And I really hope people just start to pronounce his name properly. There is an umlaut above the O, which means it's an er sound. And there's a Z afterwards, which is actually in German, is a TZ sound. So it's Ötzl. Mine's quite deliberate. Yeah. Like I say, Wenger as well. Yeah. Just to annoy I, the Arsenal I like to give it a bit of Wenger. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of polite. I, I used to do a uni radio show. and We, did, we had this thing where um, 
uh, it was swearing on the radio because obviously we weren't allowed to swear. Yeah. But we used to try and think of uh, fuck Christ's sakes, Good. smash shits, oh, you know, well, trying to. Yeah. And that was the end of the feature. It was about two words long. So. There was a um, film. <laughs> you could get a podcast out of that. <laughs> well, I have for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably very late 80s called Johnny Dangerously. It was. Good yeah. then. If I went and revisited it now, it would be awful. But it was, yeah, they, they swore without swearing. It's like, you fucking sneaky bastard. And things so like that. So they were Welsh, were they? What was the dialect? I'm not going to tell you what it was. But Brilliant. It. Brilliant. Um, that's it. I mean, before we go, Dan, this is it. I mean, I remember when you were a younger, freer man. When you Because you weren't engaged. And you weren't I wasn't engaged. Yeah, I was... Yeah. I was Still seeing your friend or your ex, your colleague. colleague. I was paid to be a friend. And yeah. she does actually say hi as well oh. and sends her love. Hi, Sal. Uh, I miss. I actually quite like Sal. She's a really nice girl. Yeah. I um, quite like her as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you have to. All the boys say so. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember speaking to said girl who's more senior than me and which was annoying me, and I said she was uh, said, "Oh, my boyfriend's a big Spurs fan." And I went, "Get him in," and I thought, "What's he going to be like? Is he going to have chat?" You turned up. Better looking than everyone else in the room, which is annoying. And then we went to a football game, and I can't for life remember what it was, but you turned up smart. Because what most people don't realise is you turn up in cycling gear most of the time. So you sit or, here in steaming or tracks, like... Or tracksuit bottoms. Tracksuit bottoms or a steaming yeah. like Classic PE teacher. Classic PE teacher. Just, you're missing yeah. the whistle. But today you're quite <laughs> smart, which is nice to see. It's Christmas holidays, isn't it? Christmas and actually, I'm unemployed. I'm unemployed. You are no. unemployed. So. Uh, so you're, you're dull scum, and um, <laughs> but we're getting rid of you to Australia. So uh, I mean, I just wanted to thank you for everything. Um, no, thank you guys. It, it makes such a difference to be able to vent my anger yeah. or vent my frustration <laughs> like into a microphone rather than just keep it inside and 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 wait for someone that's like well, some poor person on the street just to get it. Yeah. So um, or Sal. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm Poor I'm tempted stuff. to actually kind of angle my way into a podcast or start we'll find up, a way or start up my own Ooh. in Ooh, uh, that's it I like the Balgo in, uh, in Australia but may, maybe just a generic um, cricket or, as they call Englishman it Englishman abroad Eng- well no <laughs> um, like kind of uh, Premier League one but of course over there we'd have to brand it as EPL EPL yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't know, know really who don't we're going to find. Who's going to say? I hate that. Pochettino. Why, it really annoys me when I've run out of characters on Twitter that I have to go back and put PL because I can fit more words in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, I, that frustrates me so much. My wife's a teacher, <laughs> so I get like corrected on my um, punctuation in a text message. So Twitter, I have to try hard to, but then sometimes you just go back and commit offences against I'm, the English language. I'm with you. I've, I've found out recently that my mum. Uh, checks my Twitter account. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I'm like, Brilliant. She's, she's not on Twitter, she just Googles it. Amazing. Like, it just, like, comes up and it's almost... I've got a friend who doesn't have a Twitter account, but his homepage is his mate's home Twitter account because he just thinks it's funny. Brilliant. <laughs> As you do. Um, Dan, uh, we're going to miss Pochettino, definitely. Well, I don't know how... I'm just going to get like a sounding machine, just have a button. Have we got Dan's best moments? Yeah, yeah, here they are. <laughs> Done and <laughs> <laughs> to the heart. I've also got all the letters from the listeners. Yep, done. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! Uh, I think round of applause for Dan. Is that definitely put the mic down? Thank you, thank you. No, um, no, really, thank you guys. And but seriously, I, I will not, not consider you just being away. I'll just you're on holiday. You're not gone. <laughs> it's just yeah, on yeah. holiday. Holiday Dan strikes again. Yeah, and, uh, just this time for less well, skiing, though. I yeah. imagine. Uh, well, actually, Sal's, let's not get into that. Yeah. We've, Sal's we've, auntie's got a place up in Buller, which been is like for this sort of crap. crap. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> for the first time in five years, I'm not going to see the show out. <gasps> oh, this is it. Whoa. Oh, this is it, Dan. So, guys, it's goodbye from me, but don't forget. The future's bright. It's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>